Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Well, our long national nightmare is just about over as it pertains to the return of sports. It seems like a very, very, very long time ago since way back, I believe it was on March 11th, when Rudy Gobert tested positive for the coronavirus and basically everything in the world of sports shut down. I know the MLS has been back for a while. I know NASCAR has been back. The PGA, UFC, all of those events have been going on. But for many of you, myself included, it doesn't really feel like sports are back until one of the big four pro sports leagues is back underway with a day-to-day event schedule. And that is where we are now with Major League Baseball starting tonight going on there are two games tonight two games we've got the Nationals who uh, you may remember some of you probably don't even remember this now it's been so long ago the Nationals who are the defending World Series champs going up against the Yankees and the Giants going up against the Dodgers that yes there will be a game in Chavez Ravine tonight for many of you out there who are Dodger fans And the most excited player of all is probably going to be Mookie Betts, who now has a $365 million extension uh, that will keep him in L.A. for pretty much the rest of his career. 13 years, $392 million, if you consider the one-year $27 million contract he's currently finishing. This is now the biggest extension ever. 
uh, and includes a record $65 million signing bonus. Uh, This is uh, pretty incredible. Mookie Betts just 27 years old, and he is basically locked up for the remainder of his career with the biggest contract uh, that you could possibly hope for. And with this now underway, Major League Baseball, with Mookie Betts having something to, uh, to celebrate next week at this time, we will be ready for the NBA, which has already started its exhibition games now. And then uh, by the weekend, the NHL will be uh, officially underway. So we are poised now for a rapid escalation in the return of sports. And I got to tell you, it was nice to actually be able to wake up this morning and check the scores tab on uh, the uh, sports app that I use and see that there are a lot of things scheduled now and there are a lot of events underway. And so uh, we have spent a long time on this program talking about what we thought, when we believe sports were going to come back. And Danny G, I'll bring you in. If you remember, uh, I've even been ridiculed some for talking about the idea of a bubble. Do you remember? Like, I think I was one of the first people in the media to say, hey, I got this idea. It seems like you could play uh, inside of sort of a bubble environment, which is what the NBA ended up doing uh, while other leagues haven't done it to that extent. Uh, the NBA certainly ends up following this entire uh, this entire process. And look, there were a lot of people out there in my industry that said, hey, there's no hope for sports for the rest of 2020. Just go ahead and turn the calendar until there's a vaccine. There's no way we can ever get back. I've tried to stay looking at the facts, looking at the data, telling you guys, hey, this is what I believe is going to happen. And uh, and now we're here. So uh, we, I'm not saying it's going to be perfect or it's going to be flawless or everything is going to be executed uh, without uh, without any issues. But now we're here with Major League Baseball. And by the way, uh, I think everything's going to play. This is what I've been on the soapbox about for a very long time. And yes, that includes college football. Every I think most high schools are going to play uh, fall sports. We had Texas announced that they were going to play a couple days ago. Georgia, Florida. Yesterday, Alabama announced all of the Southeastern Conference states are going to play, I believe, high school sports. Um, I I just think that sooner rather than later, things are going to be back to normal in terms of all the games going on. Now, the games are going to look and feel different uh, because there's no crowds present or there are cutouts or whatever there is. Uh, but uh, but this is going to be, I think, before all is said and done, a uh, a really really important return to normalcy in this country as it pertains to the return of sports. Um, and uh, I think it's a credit, finally, to everybody working in these sports leagues. I think we could have been back sooner, but the positive number of tests continues to diminish in the world of sports. I think if you look at the overall data. Um, the, uh, the, it appears, uh, that we have basically peaked in Florida, in Texas and in Arizona, and we're close in California with a fraction of the loss of life that occurred back in March and April. Uh, we've learned how to treat this virus. The number of people that are going to die of the virus continues to diminish. And I think by, uh, by August, which is, uh, which is not too far away now, I think we're going to be back to relatively low numbers uh, across uh, across much of the uh, of the country. I should say mid-August. 
um, that uh, that I think that is uh, where we are headed. These outbreaks in the South will effectively uh, go ahead and diminish. Same thing in California, same thing in Arizona. And uh, we're going to have more and more sports coming back sooner rather than later. How excited are you, Danny G, as a big-time Dodger fan for the Mookie Betts deal and also for the Dodgers to be coming back tonight? On a scale of 1 to 10, 1,000, man. Yeah. This is like a, a national holiday, seriously. Um, I'm part of a Dodger fan group on Facebook, and yesterday everybody was posting on their their plans today, like what they're going to grill. Uh, they were asking that everyone take pictures of their setup at home for how they're going to watch the Dodgers game tonight. We've never paid this much attention to a July baseball game ever yeah. in the history of our lives. It is so beautiful to have opening day happen right now after all these months and months and months of what we've all endured through this pandemic. Yeah, it is exciting to have everything coming back. And, and it's it's interesting, too, how quickly everything is going to come back after uh, the, the Rudy Gobert positive test kind of shut down everything back in March. And it's been a long time. It's been a long I want to say thanks for you guys. I mean, our audience was just crazy. Our audience has tripled on uh, on podcast insane since, since since sports shut down our audience has tripled so I mean that's a credit to you guys I bet there's not a single show in America uh, that has seen that growth rate since March um, but it's pretty extraordinary uh, and I'm excited now to be able to talk about actual sports uh, going on legitimate games Dub, what about you? Are you playing like I, I, I'm with you? I think most people out there on a random July uh, Thursday would not be sitting back watching much baseball. I mean, not that there's anything wrong, but I think the audience is going to be massive tonight because I think there's just so many people that are ready to have sports back on their television. Oh, I am absolutely pumped. I cannot wait to bet on an American team sport yeah, tonight. It's yeah. going to be amazing. I haven't had that feeling since March. And uh, Danny G's right. I mean, there's no way I would ever be really remotely excited at all for a baseball game in July in a normal year. But this like feels like a miniature World Series almost, the the kind of hype I'm feeling for this. So I am absolutely pumped for baseball and uh, basketball soon is uh, soon to follow. Yeah, basketball and then and hockey, if you're a big hockey fan, is going to be very cool. And I'm just in general kind of interested to see how all this is going to play out. Um, with, uh, with, by, by the way, the, uh, we talked yesterday with, uh, with Senator Toomey about where the, uh, where the Blue Jays are going to play. I, I don't think they have anywhere set up of, uh, of where they're going to play. I do think, by the way, um, Friday, we have games starting at four o'clock Eastern and basically going all day. And I do think baseball, I haven't really paid a lot of attention to what time they are starting their games. But it is pretty cool. Um, I started looking this morning, and there's. I would I would encourage them to start a lot of games around noon, uh, you know, in sort of NCAA tournament this thing and play it all day long and uh, in in that form and fashion because I think that's pretty cool. Uh, but as I you know kind of scroll through, that's one of the cooler things about this. A lot of these games are starting around three thirty Eastern, so you're going to be able to, in theory, watch games going on all day. And uh, and that's pretty awesome as well. But I would even maybe step them up a little bit earlier and start them uh, start them around noon Eastern and just almost treat it like the NCAA tournament, where at any point of any day uh, you could sit down basically for the rest of the summer and have a baseball game going on. 
you are a big fan of the Dodgers as well, Roberto. How pumped are you about the return? Awesome, man. I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait to sit down with my daughter, the wife, watch some baseball. And even more excited now that they have Mookie Betts locked up. He was going to be a free agent at the end of this year. Now they got him locked up. It's it's about time because the Dodgers really haven't gave out a, a big contract to any homegrown player since they gave Zach Granke a contract back when it was for $147 million in six years. But he opted out after three years. So it's exciting to have to know that a player like Mookie Betts is going to be Dodger for the rest of his career. It's even more exciting for this season to start, man. Yeah, Mookie Betts is, uh, like me, a Nashville guy, born and raised. And uh, he is building a monster home uh, here in Nashville. And I bet he just added... Uh, a few more wrinkles to that uh, that design when he got the three hundred million dollar plus contract. Yes, uh, I don't think he's complaining if his wife is uh, is buying the expensive uh, expensive chandelier to enter the home or buying the <laughs> buying the expensive faucets. It always gets a little bit more expensive, you know, when you're building a house because you end up you're like, oh, we're, you know, initially the budget is this, and uh, and I always hear from people they're building houses, they're like, man, I had no idea. You know, uh, letting my wife pick everything, all the fixtures and everything else was going to end up costing so much more. So I don't think Mookie Betts is worried about what the window treatments end up costing now. Uh, I I think he's going to be able to cover things pretty well. So that is the big story. Uh, We are all excited. We will talk with John Morosi in hour two, I believe. Uh, about the latest as it pertains to the return of Major League Baseball. John Morosi has been giving us an update a lot. And by the way, just to give you a roadmap for where we're headed on the program, uh, we will talk with Dr. David Chow, as we always do. Up next, we're going to talk with Frank Isola, uh, but also Andrew Giuliani, who was uh, instrumental in the White House in making uh, this uh, deal get done He is going to join us at the top of the third hour of the program to talk about how uh, these negotiations went down and uh, the return of baseball in this country and the return of sports in general and how important that is on all levels. But I just want to emphasize again, I believe that every sport is going to end up playing. Like at this point in time, the only sport I think that anybody is focused on and they're like, boy, I don't know if this is going to happen or not is college football. And with all of the high school sports coming back in so many different states, I don't understand how you can play NFL. And by the way, the Atlanta Falcons announced 10 to 20,000 fans will be present for their games this fall is their plan down in Atlanta. Uh, Previously, the Green Bay Packers had announced that they expect around 10 to 12,000 fans. So the NFL is not just preparing for a return in a little over a month but they are at least preparing for a return with at least some fans present in the stadium. And I think that's going to become uh, a reality sooner rather than later in many places. But if you're a college football fan, I know many of my audience uh, is in a, a big college football fans. So I don't understand how if the NFL is playing and if high school is playing, that there's any argument why college football can't play. I mean, to me, that argument is gone and we're back to, hey, college football is going to start. And I actually think there's a decent chance of potentially there being 12 games played uh, in seasons, at least for the Big 12, the SEC, and uh, the ACC. We'll see whether or not they all stick to it. But it is going to, uh, to be interesting indeed to see how exactly that ends up shaking out. In the meantime, rejoice, baseball is back. When we return... Uh, We will talk uh, about that with Frank Isola. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we are off and rolling. Uh, Major League Baseball is back, although Frank Isola poured a little bit of uh, a damper on things by saying that it's expected to be a rainout in D.C., which is kind of perfect. Did you guys know that? Anybody else know that the weather? Frank was on top of it. He's ready. He's ready for the Yankees home opener. Uh, so if you were excited tonight and you're like, man, I got my hot dogs, I got my uh, I got my peanuts, I got my beer, I'm ready to sit down and watch a baseball game. All right, summer's back, baby. It's definitely vintage 2020 that there would be a rainout for, uh, for that event. 
So we'll see whether or not it ends up happening with the game between the Yankees and the Nationals, but it looks like it may be rained out. If that's the case, at least Danny G, forty percent chance, forty percent chance, only forty. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We're gonna have to call out Frank Isola's weatherman status because he was pretty gung ho about hey, it's not gonna happen. Uh, cloudy with a thunder and lightning, I believe it is. Yeah, well, we'll see. But uh, but you're telling me that there's no no need to worry about that in L.A., right, guys? Uh, no, no, not here. At ten o'clock Eastern, uh, in theory, the Dodgers and the Giants are at least going to uh, to be able to play. Man, um, you were talking about that sticky, icky weather in Washington. DC, you're right. Yeah. The high of 92. Yeah. But it shows rain. Yeah. Well, the problem is Washington, DC is a swamp. So, uh, I mean, that was historically what DC was. That was why it was undeveloped between there, between Maryland and Virginia. And uh, in the summer, it it can be very, very swampy and sticky. DC's nice. I've been there. Uh, It's a great, uh, it's it's one of the best places, I think, in the country. I went to college there. there. Uh, and so it's one of the best places you can go to college in the country. I mean, it's just fantastic. Uh, but uh, but the Nationals game potentially not going to uh, to be able to happen tonight, but at least that's positive. Uh, that, that we're back with baseball after such a long national nightmare of no games. And uh, I think if you look at, uh, at the data – uh, particularly at the uh, at the overall uh, death rates, we are working our way down in Florida, in Texas, in Arizona, and in California, where there have been outbreaks. They're going to be nothing like New York, absolutely nothing like New York. In fact, right now, and it's not getting that much attention, but California, Texas, and Florida are the three most populous states, along with New York. Those are the four most. Those three states that I just mentioned, California, Texas, and Florida, are going to have one-tenth of the death rate despite having the same number of confirmed cases as New York. So uh, the danger of the virus, if you get sick, continues to decline from a death perspective. And I think what we're going to have to have and what we're generally having now is sort of a rolling, uh, rolling outbreak New York had theirs. We shut down everything. And I think it's just, it's a virus. It's going to be almost impossible to stop it from existing. But the death rate now is minuscule. And by the way, the CDC came out with a latest estimate. And they said between, and this is a wide range, but we have 4 million confirmed cases in the United States of the coronavirus. The CDC just came out with a report that said the actual number is somewhere between six and 24 times that. That's a big range, but that means the reality is there's between 24 million and 96 million of you that have had the coronavirus already in this country. That's a massive number, 24 million to 96 million, and uh, and it drives down the death rate to no matter how old you are, 99.4% of you will recover or 99.85% of you will recover. That's the CDC range. Remember, only a small minority of these cases have actually been confirmed. Uh, And again, the survival rate is between, based on that most recent CDC number, if you get this virus regardless of age, and we know it skews, obviously, the average age of someone dying of the coronavirus is older than the average age of someone that dies uh, of, of all causes in the United States. Uh, but 
to 99.85% regardless of age. And if you're under the age of 65, you got like a 99.9 something percent recovery rate. So you're going to be fine. That's the latest data. Are you guys as excited uh, as I am? We were just talking about him. And you know if I'm talking about soccer on this program and the World Cup's not going on, that there must be a big story. This Christian Pulisic, I'm going to go ahead and 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 ring the uh, ring the bell of excitement here. I'm going to be uh, on the bandwagon. I'm going to be leading the hype machine. I I think he is already the best American soccer player of all time. He is 21 years old, and I think right now, if you look at what he's doing in the English Premier League, he is poised to potentially be one of the best soccer players in the world by 2022 and by 2026. I'm not claiming to be a soccer expert, so I'm sure that I'll get emails or I'm sure people are going to be blowing me up because soccer guy always has to let you know that he knows more about soccer than you do. This doesn't happen in other sports, by the way. Like when we come on and talk about NFL or college football, NFL or college football fan is not out there like, hey, I know so much more about this sport than you do. It doesn't happen when we talk about the NBA or college basketball. Soccer guy is so insecure about his sport that he desperately wants you to talk about soccer. And then as soon as you talk about soccer, he immediately has to let you know that you don't know enough to be talking about soccer. Yep. That guy is everywhere. You may be that guy as you're listening to me right now. We got a little bit of it in hockey, but hockey is more of like, hey, please just talk about my sport. The hockey fan out there is just happy when you mention him. Soccer fan desperately wants for soccer to be popular in America. But as soon as people like me who have wildly popular radio shows, thank you for making us, by the way, the most popular morning sports talk show anywhere in the country. As soon as I mention it, I'll immediately be blown up with soccer guy who is like, got to make it clear that I don't know as much about soccer as he does. It's like a pathetic insecurity about the sport that also is also simultaneously combined with an arrogance by which the soccer guy has to let you know that he knows more than you. Have you ever seen anything like this, Danny G? Like when you, that, that, that is the soccer, Amer- American soccer fan at its most basic level. And what's funny about that is literally almost nowhere else in the world does that exist. Because most places around the world, soccer is the most popular sport in the country. So it would be treated like the NFL or or, or the NBA or even Major League Baseball where no one feels the need to lecture you about knowing more than you in any other country. The it, soccer snob is real. Yeah, no, you're right. Every sports uh, place I've worked so far, that's exactly what happens. I remember at the old network you and I used to work at, uh, Mannix used to do a couple minutes of soccer, and my Twitter timeline would blow up of people telling me, tell Mannix to shut up about soccer. He doesn't know anything about soccer. Yeah. I'm like, man, we can't win. Yeah. Um, and you're 100% right about that. It's one of those things where it's not, I guess it's not in our blood. The soccer isn't or football, their football. It's not something we exactly grew up with. So maybe we kind of sound foreign speaking about it, but you're right. At least you're talking about it. Well, I think what is going to happen is Pulisic is going to be so big that he is going to unite 
the soccer snobs and the casual American sports fan, almost like happens with the Olympics, right? Like, I don't know anything about most Olympic sports. But when the Olympics happen and I sit down in front of my couch and I watch, you know, most people don't know the intricacies or technicalities of swimming. But you can convince yourself that you do every year for the last 20 years or whatever it's been when Michael Phelps has gotten into the pool and you're like, oh, I know everything. Like you watch gymnastics for, you know, two hours and you're like, oh, I, she didn't stick that landing. Like you feel like you're an expert in gymnastics because you watch it and everybody kind of collectively experiences it together. I think that's where we're headed with Pulisic. I, for a long time, I've been talking about this for as long as I've been in sports, the idea of the transcendent American goal scorer and whether we would ever have one whether we would ever have our own version of Messi or our own version of Ronaldo. And I think what's different now about Pulisic and it's going to be so huge is so many kids play FIFA, right? I mean, I don't think you can underrate the popularity of the FIFA video game and uh, and how many young kids play it. And the ability for young kids growing up in America now to have a homegrown American star is going to take, I believe, American soccer to the proverbial next level. Yeah, I'd say it's as popular as Madden. Yeah, with FIFA. Yeah, you're right. FIFA, I mean, yeah. like, I, I think if you're an older guy out there, you it's you underrate the impact of kids playing video games. And my kids play Madden all the time. I think Madden is the best advertisement that the NFL has for a younger generation. And I think you're even seeing that in the way that, granted, there hasn't been a lot of American sports going on. But the ratings on Madden players have been covered like it's an actual sporting event. And so I think that they're, one of the things that helps with American sports is like the jingoism, like the, hey, we're the best in the world. And that goes a long way towards the Olympics viewership. I think that goes a long way towards uh, just sports in general. And that's true with U.S. women. Now, the reason why it's true with U.S. women in soccer is primarily because many women around the world don't have basic human rights. So the reason why our women dominate is because our women have so many freedoms and because we're so wealthy as a country that, you know, 12-year-old girls can play travel soccer at a time when 12-year-old girls can't leave the house in, in many other parts of the country, uh, sorry, of the world. And so uh, the American women's soccer team succeeding is really a function of America's incredible opportunity that we provide for all athletes, regardless of, of uh, what, uh, what their background is. And that doesn't exist around the world. But the U.S. men have been sort of a, a consistent and eternal disappointment because they haven't had that transcendent player where we could look around and say, okay, we, we are as good as many other of the top countries in the world Dub, are you crazy? Am I crazy to believe that Pulisic is 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 a meteor streaking across the American sporting sky? No, you're not crazy at all. And the FIFA aspect is huge, I think. I still play FIFA. It's the, probably the only game I play. And you want to talk about the new America's team. Chelsea is about to be yeah. the new America's team. I mean, they got the blue and white colors just like the Cowboys, and they got the biggest American star that the sport has ever seen. There are going to be probably millions of people that become – Chelsea fans across this country solely because Christian Pulisic is on that team and he represents America and is the best American soccer player that I've ever seen. I think you're you're right in that statement that he's the best American soccer player ever already. And uh, I mean, you talk about soccer guy. I'm, I'm I watch the Premier League every week. Basically, I go down to 
Fleet Street Pub down on Printer's Alley, and they got a they got all the games on in there, and that place is always jam packed on Saturday and Sunday mornings. And I think there's going to be more places like that across the country that start opening up um, in the mornings, early on the weekends to watch Premier League soccer games. I think it could be, you know, something like college football, NFL, almost in terms of viewership as his career keeps going on and on. Well, I think what happens is Americans want to watch transcendent talent. And, I mean, Tiger Woods is a great example of this. There are tons of people out there who watch golf that have no interest in golf. They were Tiger fans. And they wanted to watch Tiger Woods because he was a different caliber of player. And that is what elevated the overall sport, everything around it. I I consider myself to be very much of an average American sports fan in the way that my mind works. And yesterday... When I heard that Pulisic was going into the game, I was checking Twitter and I flipped it over. In fact, I was sitting in my chair. We're doing tests to get ready for Lock It In to come back for season three. And so I was sitting in my chair and I was like, oh, I'm scrolling through Twitter. We're doing tech, tech uh, checks. And I looked down, saw that he got in. I put it on and I was like, holy crap. And then my OutKick crew, you know, we have a text exchange and everybody just went crazy with uh with the run that he made the assist where and, he, which he is, tore through that Liverpool defense that's right and then the goal it was the combination of the two both happening in like 10 minutes that uh that took the the internet world by storm and then I looked at the traffic and the number of people we put up the goal that he scored as well as the the run that he made that led to an assist and the number of people that clicked through was pretty substantial uh just to watch that goal and I think there is a Tiger Woods effect that could happen for soccer via Pulisic in a way that I don't think most American sports fans are aware of yet, but are going to become aware of. Uh, and, and I think it's pretty exciting to think about. Um, should we do a couple of the reviews right now, Danny G, and then finish off the hour with them? Because we got to go to break here in a minute. And then we've got, uh, we've got John Morosi to come in and talk about the return of Major League Baseball. Yeah, I could uh, get through a couple of them. All right, let's let's knock out a couple. If you don't know, uh, the podcast audience has been soaring. I told you earlier, we have tripled our podcast audience. Unheard of. I bet there's not anybody else even close to it. We had a good audience already. Since March, we have tripled our audience for the OutKick podcast, which is unheard of. Uh, we are growing exponentially for the Corona Bros out there. And so uh, one of the things we're doing is if you give us five stars, Danny G is in charge of going in and reading. And there are a lot of people doing this, right? Giving us five stars. So many to read through. All right. So Danny G, who barely reads at all, we're trying to work (laughs) on his uh, literacy. Uh, He is now in charge of having to go out and read all the five-star reviews. Hey, hey, I read sports articles every day. Yeah, yeah, right. You you subscribe for the articles, right? (laughs) Um, He reads Playboy. Yeah. uh, And so he's picking five every week. We're going to knock out two of them here. If you hear your review being read, we want you to be smart, funny, entertaining. Basically, get Danny G's attention. Uh, if he reads it, then you get an autographed copy of my book sent to you for free. Uh, Danny G, hit us with a couple of them. All right, our first winner here. iTunes handle is OutKick, the one star. And perfect for our time constraints here because it is short and sweet. The title, One Star Reviews. I'm pretty sure all the one star reviews are callers who Clay cut off to save us from hearing them. Yeah. And I think that that person is referring to this. Adam in Indianapolis. Adam, what you got? Hey, can I offer some constructive criticism for the 
call-in portion of your show. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, so congratulations to the first winner there. Second winner from Darinos, change of mind. When I first started listening to Clay, I soon quit. He was arrogant, a bit cocky, and I just disagreed with everything. Then came the coronavirus. His logic and clear use of data and, God forbid, common sense got my attention. He argues with facts, not emotion. He won me over, and I never miss a show. This show is the best sports show available, and I like how he uses sports to connect with real life. And signing Whitlock was brilliant. Keep up the excellent work. All right, there's two of them. We'll give you three more throughout the rest of the program at different times. I've also got a big, uh, big issue I'm going to raise up to close out hour number two. Uh, I did something I've never done before, and uh, and I'm questioning whether it was a, a ridiculous decision or not. I want to get you guys' opinion. Uh, but up next, we're going to talk with John Morosi. Uh, he is fantastic. He is our Major League Baseball insider. And with baseball coming back, we will discuss the return of baseball, that big new Mookie Betts contract, and more with him. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. At long last, we have the return of baseball. And John Morosi wakes up early in the morning with us to talk about the return of baseball here in the Geico Outkick Studios. John, I was all excited, and then in hour one, Frank Isola told me that it's supposed to rain, which is somehow perfect. All this stuff, Major League Baseball only has two games going on. We got the Nationals supposedly going to host uh, the Yankees tonight, and boom, it looks like there may actually be a rain out. Are you hearing the same thing? Well, uh, Clay, in, in 2020, I suppose nothing should surprise us. Let's hope that's not the case. Uh, let's hope there is not rain, at least for the Dodgers and Giants. Uh, I've been thinking about our friend Danny G all, all throughout this time and wanted yes. to make sure that Mookie Betts uh, played at least one game for the Dodgers, and now, now he's going to get 13 years' worth of games. So uh, uh, a pretty uh, remarkable set of circumstances there for the Dodgers. But let's, let's hope the forecast improves there in our nation's capital. Uh, All right, so what are you hearing as Major League Baseball comes back? It appears that the number of positive tests has been incredibly low, that after all of the ridiculousness about when baseball was going to come back and start, that I'm going to get to the Blue Jays here in a minute, but that otherwise things seem to be going pretty well with two games scheduled for tonight and then uh, basically everybody else coming roaring back tomorrow that seems like uh, I would think that Major League Baseball, whether you're an owner or a player, you would have to be sitting back and saying, okay, things seem to be going pretty well right now. You're right. We heard Mike Trout come out last night and say that he is going to play after initially expressing some misgivings about the plan and, and playing the sport during the pandemic. You uh, certainly have seen the last week or so the positive test rate uh, for the Tier 1 individuals, so the players and the close staff, was less than one-tenth of one percent of all yeah. tests that were taken. That's that's remarkable. That That is a tremendous achievement. Obviously, it's a lower rate than what you're seeing in, in society at large right now, and that, that is uh, something baseball can be very proud of. In fact, Reese Hoskins of uh, the Phillies uh, was on a, a virtual roundtable this week with Pennsylvania Senator Pat Toomey, and uh, the senator asked Reese Hoskins about how things are going, and, and Reese's response was simply, so far, so good, Senator. It was, it was a very good answer, and then he went on to explain that initially he was concerned, and, and, and there was reason for concern when you consider that there were some delays in testing, especially during that first week where results weren't getting reported back on time, and, and there were some concerns uh, by the players in the overall testing infrastructure, but those concerns have by and large uh, been addressed and and Reese said now he feels pretty confident that we're going to be able to not just start the season but finish it which is great really clay from a practical standpoint 
it's a it's a two month window to make sure that all thirty teams can play the games they need to play, and then once you get to the playoffs, you could probably be a little more flexible from from geography. And if you have to to get to one particular location or two, uh, maybe then you could have a similar bubble situation to what, what you've seen with uh, the NBA and the NHL. Uh, but but I think overall uh, things have started out about as well as you could possibly expect uh, in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. What are we hearing about the potential expansion of the playoffs, which I think is, again, a sign that things are going pretty well, but in typical baseball fashion, what this deal has to be signed before the first pitch? Is this real? Yeah, so uh, the, the analogy I've used is that they're 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 still putting the wheels on the plane as it takes off. Yeah, uh, is is sort of what's happening right now with baseball. We'll see what what can transpire during the course of the day. The report came yesterday from John Heyman about the conversations continuing, and it's both surprising and not surprising. Surprising in that they would try to do this this close to the first pitch at a time when, to your point earlier, the Blue Jays still don't have a home. That's one major logistical thing that has to be worked on. But not surprising in that this was always, to me, one of the great slam dunks of the whole conversation, which is to expand the playoffs. When you expand the playoffs, the first of all, the owners like it because it gets them more television ratings. It also gets, from the standpoint of the owners and the GMs and the managers, you get a little bit better overall security and fan contentment and, and, and you know overall job status if you're making the playoffs more often. And then for the players, it's, it's twofold. Number one, you get more chances to play in the playoffs. And number two, the more postseason bids there are, and the closer the teams believe they are to making the playoffs, the more money they spend. We have seen that be the driver in, in team spending for years. You, you spend when you're close to the playoffs, and you don't when you do not perceive that your playoff chances are very high. So to me, uh, when you consider how, how, uh, how algorithmically driven we are in the decisions that teams make, they're, they're now going to punch into the, cal- the calculator, hey, we got a, a much better odds of making the playoffs. The, the answer is going to be, boom, sign the player. And I think it's going to be a great improvement for everybody. Um, it is interesting that baseball, like you said, trying to put the wheels on the plane as they get ready to take off. Speaking of that, the Blue Jays, uh, are what in the world's going to happen with the Blue Jays? I mean, it seemed like everybody was kind of resigned to the fact that they were going to play in Pittsburgh. There have been a lot of rumors about Buffalo, uh, other areas in the vicinity of the United States, uh, across the border, that is, from Toronto. Where is the final resting place for the Blue Jays going to be? I think the positive is their first seven games or so are on the road, so it's not necessarily an immediate need to uh, to decide where they're going to play, but it's kind of important, kind of an important aspect. Sure, and I think really the the, the players are are, are going to be able to handle the next several days on the field fine. But the, the concern is for their families and for not knowing where they're going to be as a family unit in the midst of a pandemic for more than two months, uh, longer than that if they end up making the playoffs. And there's it's a it's really a difficult situation. I I don't really blame. MLB and the players for this, that they had 
obviously the first choice was Toronto. They, they put together the proposal. Uh, it was rejected. Same thing, obviously, with Pennsylvania. That, was, that to me, was a surprise. I, I didn't foresee that happening. So it's really it's no one's fault here. It's just a matter of finding the, the, the best location. I, <laughs> Clay, I don't know where this is going to end up. I don't think anybody really does right now. Uh, Buffalo is still a possibility. Uh, Baltimore has been reported. Uh, Jeff Passon reported on that possibility. But it's it's just a question of where, which state will approve them to come and play there at a time when uh, the, the options of, of states that have major league facilities and are in the eastern time zone and are not having uh, large numbers of COVID cases right now, it's, it's not a very robust Venn diagram of all those places. So that's, that's the, what they're trying to find. Uh, maybe it's Baltimore, maybe it's Buffalo. Uh, it's just going to be very interesting to see. I, I've advocated before, you think about Nashville, Charlotte, cities that have new uh, rel- or new or relatively new uh, AAA facilities, of course, Nashville, Central, Central Time Zone. But it, it is a, um, uh, it's, it's quite a riddle, Clay, for, for baseball to have to confront here. Uh, on the very day that the season begins. Mookie Betts and his deal. What does that say about, I mean, to me, the timing on it is interesting because there's a lot of trepidation, I would say, in general across the country. And then for the Dodgers to just come out and say, boom, we're going to give you a massive amount of money guaranteed over the next 12 years. To me, it's a pretty good endorsement of the overall future of baseball. Do you see it that way also? I absolutely do, Clay. That was really my first thought yesterday. Was that this? The number was normal seeming. If you if you'd signed it a year ago, you would have said, "Yeah, that's that's about what Mookie Betts should get." And uh, great place for him to play. Obviously, tremendous player in person. Uh, and, and you're right. I was I was very reassured. I was I felt contented and and comforted that if if the Los Angeles Dodgers, who are run by very smart people, are going to commit like $350 million or more to a player for more than a decade, there must be some confidence in the, the framework of the industry that things will eventually be something close to normal. When that happens, we don't know, but that, that we'll get there or, or somewhere close to it. And that, that to me was – it's a great day for baseball. It really is. It was a, uh, in, unless you're a Red Sox fan who misses Mookie or a Giants fan who doesn't want to deal with him for the next 13 years, uh, it was a great day for the sport. And so as, as someone who's just looking at it from that context, I thought it was a, a phenomenal day for baseball and certainly uh, for one of the great all-time graduates of John Overton High School in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, just down the road from me. All right, uh, question for you as a member of the baseball media who would ordinarily be covering a lot of games what are media uh what's your access like will you travel to games what what is the expectation for how these games would potentially be covered by the people who usually write and talk the most about baseball well great question clay i'll I'll say this so uh, for me as as someone who is focused nationally for for a while um there is there is really from what i can tell no plan at all for, for there to be any in-person interviews with anybody all season, period, full stop. It is all over Zoom. And so uh, we have adapted, I think, in that respect. I really give a lot of credit to the PR departments around the league. And every morning I, I get up and I've got, uh, within the first couple hours of the day, Zoom links coming in left and right from different teams about, hey, you want to Zoom with this manager? Uh, the, the, the local media of the, of the White Sox will, will be on this Zoom at this time, and, and you hop in and you do the interview if you want to get perspective on that team. But it's all, 
group. Now you can see individual one-on-one set up in, in certain times, but by and large, you're you're joining in these zooms. For me, uh, I, I'll, this weekend, in fact, uh, with MLB Network, uh, where, where's my main you know my main full-time place? Uh, I, I'll be working on two broadcasts actually, and I'll be doing them from the stadium. But it's all driving distance, so I am I am now basically uh, uh, driving the car here in the Midwest and uh, going place to place. I'll be in Cincinnati uh, for the for the game tomorrow, and then I'll be in St. Louis for the game on Saturday. And uh, I, you know me, Clay. I'm a Midwesterner here in the Big Ten. We just we drive everywhere, so I'm going to be driving to Cincinnati, drive to St. Louis, drive home. It's just it's a lot of a lot of time in the car, but that's that's what we've got right now, and I'm uh, really thrilled to be doing it. What is that the shift gear outside of baseball? You're, I believe, in Ann Arbor, right? What is the yes. vibe in Michigan as it surrounds the university and the potential return of students and or the return of fall sports? What kind of on-the-ground vibe do you have in Ann Arbor? I think uneasy right now, Clay, and just in terms of what it's going to be. And and I think the one thing that I that I have discerned is from talking to people around town. And actually, just last night, in fact, our, our local school board uh, went online or went with a recommendation of going online only uh, to begin the year for for the public schools here. Uh, there will be some students back on campus, but I think classes will be um, largely virtual. I think to begin, I, I think there's there's an understanding when you really look at it that keeping a professional sports team of eventually 26 players uh, contained and, and healthy and tested every second day with all the resources that you have in pro sports, that's a fundamentally different ask than an entire student population of, of, of student-athletes uh, who are living among the community. And are, if you're not going to be able to really quarantine them effectively and test them every second day, uh, it really uh, begs the question of how successful the endeavor is going to be. So I, I think that the NCAA has tried to do the best they can, as the schools have as well. But you're going to have to really reimagine what the entire student experience is if you're going to keep the, the players as safe as you can and where they're going to live, what they're going to do, uh, how often they're going to be tested. This is all not cheap to, to test people that often. And, in fact, baseball has developed their own testing plan to make it possible. So I, I think there's a lot of unease, Clay, about uh, what you know, how feasible football is in the fall. But uh, so far we're still waiting on what that 10-game uh, Big Ten-only schedule is going to look like uh, if, in fact, it happens. All right, last question for you, John Morosi. Who are the Major League Baseball teams playing in the World Series? Dodgers over the Cleveland Indians. That's that's my pick. Uh, the Dodgers finally win it. They finally won their first World Series since 1988. Uh, but I tell you what, a team somewhat close to you, the Cincinnati Reds, are going to be an interesting team this year. And uh, they'll have a Nashville guy, Sonny Gray, starting opening day. Uh, I, I think they're going to challenge the Dodgers in a really big way. But ultimately, the Dodgers are so deep, they win finally their World Series against Francisco Lindor and the Cleveland Indians. There you go. Boom. John Morosi, L.A., waking up early this morning. If they don't have it send all your hate mail directly to john morosi good stuff as always (laughs) my man i appreciate it happy opening day clay thanks for everything thank you 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. We have got a lot to be excited about with the return of Major League Baseball, although our meteorologist, man, that's hard to say, isn't it? Tough word. Meteorologist Frank Isola was on with us in hour one and said there may be rainstorms going on tonight uh, in Washington, D.C., 
We're going to Washington, D.C. now to uh, talk with a guy who was instrumental in helping to get Major League Baseball back up and running. He's Andrew Giuliani. He is the special assistant to the president and associate director of the Office of Public Liaison. That is a long, long title, Andrew. Uh, I don't know if it fits all on one business card. What's the latest on the weather? Are we going to get this game in tonight between uh, the Nationals and the Yankees, or do you think you got rain uh, issues potentially coming? Well, Clay, if you haven't noticed, there are always storm clouds in D.C. So we, we are not too worried about it. We are looking forward to having baseball back. And, you know, if we do have to wait another three hours for baseball to come back, I think everybody's got the patience now through everything that we've gone through over the last five months. So I'm, I'm hopeful. I know the president is hopeful. We want to see uh, the Washington Nationals, the uh, MLB world champions, play the New York Yankees. I'm, I'm slightly biased in that. And, we hope that kicks it off, but we'll have the patience to see baseball coming back. We are we are excited. What has actually needed to happen in order for normalcy to get back? We've got the NBA next week that is officially going to be back underway. Uh, we have got uh, the NHL will be back very soon. I know we've had a lot of individual sports, whether it's NASCAR, the PGA, whatever you want to uh, to break it down there. But when you actually look at the uh, at Major League Baseball, you were intimately involved in making this happen. How much work behind the scenes was involved in getting us back to a 60-game season and having Major League Baseball poised to return tonight? Yeah, it's, it's a good question, and truly it was an effort by really a lot of the federal government, all of the states where baseball is played, Major League Baseball is played, and there was just a ton of coordination between the health teams, between uh, the front offices, between all the different team front offices, uh, and all the governor's offices that are involved, even down to the localities and the mayor's offices. So it truly was just a matter of keeping coordination, us trying to get the latest information out there to the teams, to Major League Baseball, to the Players Association. Uh, and after the whole slog, it is just it's exciting to see baseball getting back on the field. You know, as as we see our American history being questioned, uh, to see baseball, America's pastime, being back out there, I think that's going to be a big boost to the psyche of all Americans. You uh, grew up a Yankees fan. Your dad was the the mayor of New York City during 9-11. What do you remember? I know you were young, but what do you remember about the Yankees coming back, the Mets coming back, and what baseball meant to the city of New York in terms of returning to some sense of normalcy? Yeah, it you know, it gave people an opportunity when they were grieving, when they were angry, when they were upset, to take three hours out of their day and bond, bond with their fellow New Yorkers, bond with their fellow Americans. Um, we're going to be doing it a little bit differently now as we're starting off without fans in the stands. But social media has ultimately allowed people to bond, to get together. So I think there's going to be a great opportunity here for the American people to watch baseball, to look, to be out there, rooting for their favorite teams. Uh, you know, I always think about it from a family perspective. You know, I'm uh, while, while our family might have had a little more attention than others, you know, I had disagreements with my father, with my mother, just like any other teenager. Uh, the Yankees always bonded us. We could always come back together because of baseball, because of football. And so to have that back, uh, as I said before, I think it's a major psyche boost. Uh, I'm truly looking forward to seeing it back out there. With As busy as we've been over the last three and a half years, I've only watched a few baseball games for all nine innings normally it's it's watching an inning and a half two innings at the end of the day just to kind of 
reset my mind, but but I can't wait, and, I, and I'm hoping I get to watch 18 innings of baseball tonight. So, uh, How good are the Yankees going to be this year? You guys are favored uh, to potentially be in the World Series as the American League representative. Does that seem like a reasonable expectation? Uh, we've got to do it. You know, it's I think it's going to be very interesting to see ultimately what the agreement is with the playoffs. It's, it's obviously you end up expanding that out to uh, six more teams, and Truly, you get into a, a five-game series, the best three of five series in the first round there, and anything can happen. So uh, it, it's truly a matter for the Yankees, and, and I think with everybody, is getting out to a hot start this year and getting yourself set up to have the best chance in that. But, but as we know, and as they say in uh, other sports, right, you get yourself into the tournament and see what you can do. I think the Yankee rotation with Garrett Cole right up the top there I think is going to be great, just like anything else with the Yanks or any other sport. It's a matter of them staying healthy. But I think their mindset is good. I think I think Judge is, is a great leader for that team. I think they've got great talent with Torres, and, and obviously we're hoping Stanton stays stays healthy, and, and great veteran leadership with a guy like uh, Gardner and and, uh, and Tanaka. And so so I'm, I'm hopeful for the Yankees um, to get back uh, into the World Series for the first time, and I guess it's been 10 years since 09, right? So Yeah, we're talking yeah. – Talking to Andrew uh, Giuliani, he is the special assistant to the president, associate director of the Office of Public Liaison. He's been intimately involved in getting baseball back. You mentioned the idea of the expanded playoffs. I think this kind of speaks. We just talked to John Morosi, who is our Major League Baseball insider. He said it's a little bit like putting wheels on a plane as it's uh, as it's taking off. You know, it's uh, it's the very last minute. Would you like to see baseball expand the playoffs? Good question. You know, this year I, I certainly understand why that why they do it. Right? I mean, you're you're reducing the season down from 162 games to 60 games, and that was just the cards that we were dealt. Um, so I, I certainly understand it. I don't know. It's it's a good question, right? Because you're talking about 162 games in a normal season uh, where a team can get knocked out if they just have you know one bad weekend, just like that. I think it's a very interesting question regarding competitive integrity. Obviously, there's a lot of money on the line, and there's going to be major negotiations that happen in 18 months that will determine that. But, uh, but you know, I, I don't know. I, I love seeing the, the team that ends up over 162 games that's able to utilize their rotation, their bullpen, that's able to keep their players healthy and cycle them in, have, have a better chance when it comes to uh, winning, and I think we see that now with the division winners. Um, it's a tough question, Clay. What do you think about it? Let me, let me put you on the spot. What do you think about the expanded playoffs? I, I like the idea of expanding the playoffs all the time uh, because yeah. I feel like, uh, in particular, baseball. I mean, I would do the same thing in college football. At some point, I think you get to uh, law of diminishing returns. The NBA has thirty teams and plays for an entire season to eliminate only 14 teams so they got a 16 team playoff and it basically overwhelms the entirety of the season but baseball doesn't have that big of a postseason right now I like the idea of expanding it I think it's a little bit wacky to expand it in a 60 game season because a 60 game season means every baseball game is counting for basically three games and right. uh, so there's a lot more arbitrariness involved but I also think it can make people out there believe as long as you can keep your team like the NFL is expanding to 14 this year from 12. The longer yeah. you can make me believe my team has a chance to win a championship, the more engaged I'm going to be with the season. So I think it probably makes sense in a general uh, general idea. Just got to be careful that you don't overdo it where more than half the teams make the playoffs. Uh, last question for you. You said something that I think uh, is true for a lot of people, regardless of where they work. You work in the White House. You've been there three and a half years, uh, regardless Republican, Democrat. Uh, you are going to be working so many hours. It's going to be over 
overwhelming. There's a good feeling, I think, for many people out there, regardless of what they do for a living as well. When you get back home, you can kick your feet up, maybe open a beer, and just be able to watch sports every night and know it's going to be there. It's that security blanket for a lot of people out there, a way to escape the serious things in life. How important is that to a return to normalcy in what has been a truly abnormal year? I'd say outside of people going back to work and uh, our kids going back to school, I think it's the next most important thing. You know, I think it's so important to the American way of life that we can see our athletes out there, that we can start participating in sports again. To do it safely, it's going to be incremental. Uh, and in different locations, there are going to be different rules on how to do that and how to get back on the field. But it's such an important uh, part of it, Clay. I mean, I, uh, I think about all the times that I competed as a kid, all the times watching the Yankees, as I still do that now, and as we said before, coming back after work and watching a game, watching the NHL playoffs, I can't wait for it here, and, and hopefully college football we see back on the field. Uh, it, it means so much. I'd say after, after people going back to work, getting that settled, figuring out how our kids get back, back in the classroom, I think, I think sports might be, might be the next most important thing to getting our country back to normal, to getting us to just absolutely loving our neighbor, getting in there, watching a game, maybe, uh, maybe not loving our Boston neighbors for, for a couple of months, but that's healthy. That's healthy. That's, that's what you want. We want that competitiveness. Um, we're excited to see it start. I know the president's excited to see it start. We were discussing it yesterday. Let's hope it starts at 7.07 tonight in Washington. If not, we can wait another three and a half hours until it starts out in L.A. Is it, is it in L.A. or it's in San Francisco? I know uh, It's in L.A. In it's order. in L.A. It's By in the way, L.A. I got another question for you now that I think about it because you just mentioned yeah. the president. I know you golf yep. with the president a decent amount because you play golf at Duke, if I, if I believe I'm correct in this. That's how, correct, would you, yeah. how would you assess the president's golf game? What is his strength, and, and are you even willing to say what his weakness is? Yeah, I, I think he's uh, – and, and I don't know if I'm willing, actually. That's a good question, <laughs> it's first a, of all. Anytime you're uh, asked to assess your boss's weakness, it's, all, it's always a delicate task here. But I'm curious, on the links, how would you break down his game? He is, he is an incredibly clutch putter. The guy is, if there is a match on the line, he's going to make it, I would say, more than 50% of the time. Um, he's a, he's a, an incredibly accurate driver of the ball. I would say if there's one part that probably needs a little bit of work, it's probably the short game. But I think we can excuse that considering the hours that he's working. If he had a little more time, the short game might be a little bit better. Although I will say, uh, I saw him recently out there. And he had a couple of great little pitch shots over bunkers that were that were truly adept. Um, but one of the things that I that I absolutely love about having him out there uh, is it's just an absolute great way for anybody to be able to clear your mind. You know, you think about the pressures of whatever job you have, but especially the presidency of the United States. He plays fast. He gets out there in three and a half hours, and it's a great way to see him reset. Um, and come back into the office ready to work his butt off, which uh, the guy never stops. There, there was, and I'm sorry to go on on this, but I remember at one point during, uh, during everything uh, in March while the leagues were shutting down, he called me one time at uh, 1.53 in the morning, and then he called me again at 5.27. And he woke me up on both ends, um, and I just thought, you know, I've got – 37 years on this guy where does this guy get this energy and it, it truly is amazing so does he trash talk to you at all on the golf course 
there's a little trash talk. You know, I think I think Lindsey Graham is better at trash talking probably than he is. But but uh, but the president is better at backing up whatever trash talk that uh, that he actually does, which truly is the most important thing. He lets his uh, he lets his clubs do the work. Andrew, appreciate the time. Enjoy the games tonight. Good luck to your Yankees. It'd be amazing if we could get a uh, Dodgers-Yankees World Series game. Uh, World Series would be fantastic. It certainly would. And, Clay, thank you for everything that you're doing. I think you guys are presenting the facts in a truly great way. We truly appreciate everything out there. And keep up the good work. Appreciate it. Thanks, my man. Uh, that is Andrew Giuliani, uh, again, instrumental in helping to bring back Major League Baseball. And I know uh, there was and has been a ton of behind-the-scenes effort to get sports back because the president's a big sports fan. And uh, I do think that the return to normalcy in the country, is what I've been saying for months, it's important to get sports back because it just feels like things are getting back to normal when you can sit down and every night there's baseball or every night there's NBA or every night there's NHL. Uh, and I don't see that as a partisan-related issue. Let me bring in the L.A. crew. You, uh, Mookie Betts gets his massive contract, Danny G. Uh, and by the way, thanks to the White House, which has been great about, as this show's popularity has continued to grow, reaching out and saying, hey, can we come on and talk about uh, this issue or that issue? Uh, I think it's a testament to just uh, how things have been going in just such an incredible way for this show. Danny G, Mookie Betts, big time contract. Yeah. Dodgers are uh, are poised. You heard John Morosi in hour two. A lot of people waking up on the West Coast listening to us right now. I don't want to jinx anything, but John Morosi guaranteed that you guys were going to win the World Series for the first time since 1988. Uh, and that's the thing. You don't want to go into any season being overconfident. What's crazy about this shortened baseball year is that anything truly can happen i was watching some of the sports tv shows yesterday and they were trying to pick the division winners and playoff winners and pick the world series half the panel couldn't do it they were kind of shrugging their shoulders like you know for one of the first times i don't have a strong opinion on this i really don't know who could catch fire and who could suddenly fall off a cliff because if you think about it if you go on a seven game losing streak in a regular baseball season you could recover from that this season if you go on a seven game losing streak that's like losing 20 games yeah that's right and um i think what you'll see happen is some of these guys who are big-time pros, like when it's been 35 games and their team's basically eliminated, if you started off, let's say, 10 and 25, like basically the Nationals did, you're out of the running. And so I always like to say in the NCAA tournament is a great example, right? You play a one-game setup and anything can happen in a one-game season in the NCAA tournament, which is why so much so much chaos develops. And to me, when you look at uh, at Major League Baseball now, if you're playing in the NCAA tournament and you're an underdog, you want to have as few of possessions as possible. In fact, if you go back in time and remember when UVA lost the year before they won the championship, when they lost to, uh, you, what was it, Maryland, Baltimore County? I can barely even remember. Uh, UMBC, I think it was, that, uh, that beat UVA. Somebody confirmed that I'm right on that, the 16th seed. Uh, but if you look at that game, UVA played so few possessions that UMBC didn't need to be extraordinary for uh, 150 possessions in a game running up and down the court. They needed to be uh, really great for a relatively short number of possessions. And if you look at what happens in most upsets, it's that the inferior team kind of plays defense, they grind it out, they keep the opponent 
from really getting into their stride. And the reason why I'm analogizing that here is with a 60-game season, it favors, I believe, the teams that are mediocre or not as good because a lot more zaniness can happen in 60 games. You could have a team that, you know, they, they might go 35 and 25 and put themselves squarely in the mix to make the postseason. But if they had played 162 games, that would have evened out and they end up being, I don't know, 75 and, uh, and, and, and 95, right? 97 or something like that. And so you're not actually in a position where you could have a chance, 71 and 91. I'm trying to do the live math, but you get the sense, right? Like there's so many things that could happen. And to your point, Danny G, everybody gets swept during the season. It's inevitable. Three-game series, you go on the road, maybe you don't play very well, got a couple people who are dinged up. You'll lose three in a row in baseball. It's no big deal. Well, you lose three in a row when it is a 60-game season. That's the equivalent of losing nine in a row. So you're talking about a pretty substantial swing in the way that things are going to go. And people have always said, well, the tough thing about baseball is 162 games. I think, Dub, you'd probably acknowledge here as well that that's one of the challenging things about this. Now every baseball game is effectively worth three. Yeah, you don't want to get swept in any of these series this season with a 60-game full season because you pretty much you're right it's equivalent of losing nine games I mean you asked Danny G and uh well he mentioned that a lot of these analysts don't know who to pick I mean this is kind of like a long shot better's dream this season I mean there could be a 50 to 1 long shot that ends up winning the World Series this season and that's something that would not happen in a regular season yeah there's no doubt at all um and by the way virtual fans coming for Major League Baseball games, which is interesting. That news just coming out from Fox Sports, uh, which will be interesting. It'll be like a video game uh, to, uh, to to see what it looks like exactly in terms of what the crowds will resemble. All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be joined by one of the newest additions to OutKick, uh, Dr. David Chow at Pro Football Doc on Twitter. What does he think about the data as the NFL teams are returning to their respective training camps and getting ready for a new season how many people are going to test positive? How much of a challenge is it going to be to get the NFL season on the way? Also, what's the latest on the NHL, the NBA, and Major League Baseball from a health perspective? Never more than now does it matter to have the right expert when it comes to health-related conditions. We will talk with Dr. David Child next. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. <laughs> 